Hi, Aditya. Thank you very much for your invitation to your wonderful podcast <laughs> on the to- on the topical issues of the competition law. Thank you. Thank you, sir. So today's topic, we are hosting episode 10 and the topic is digitization of financial sector, EU competition law perspective. So before starting the discussion, let me introduce, sir, to the audience. Uh, He's an honorable graduate of the Ural State Law University, Bachelor of Law, specializing in financial services regulation with a focus on fintech sector and including decentralized finances, regulatory lens, data protection law, PR, competition law, especially merger control, and foreign investments screening matters for around three years. So welcome, sir. So may we start with the questions? Yes, sure. Yes, sir. Sir, we see a lot of antitrust cases against the big tech. Mama, as we can call it, because they are changing their names again and again. We see re-christening of the names. So now we have Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, Meta, Alphabet, uh, as an acronym, let's call it Mama. As we can now refer to them, uh, information asymmetry is one of the core criticisms of Big Tech. What is your opinion on this? Thank you, Aditya. Uh, to begin with, uh, I would prefer to start from the contract theory and economics and a special focus on the study of decisions, since uh, information asymmetry uh, deals uh, uh, in the transactions where one party has more or better information than the other. The asymmetry creates an imbalance of power in transactions, which can sometimes cause the transactions to be inefficient, causing market failure in the worst case. Uh, what I mean? Uh, all we know the examples of this problem, are, for instance, monopolies of knowledge uh, are very, a very discussable issue in the competition law today. Uh, as for information asymmetry, uh, I say that this is a key, uh, if not the main phenomenon arising when we deal with big tech. Why? Uh, we hardly can define the big tech as a notion uh, as for, in order to uh, regulate uh, this market uh, since it's too complex uh, to give uh, key features of the big tech company so we must to understand that this sphere is uh, needs a special regulatory in uh, any country including the european union russia or any countries uh, outside the European Union, like United Kingdom or United States. Uh, in the context of the information asymmetry, uh, we must uh, remind about the data protection. Data protection and privacy regulation have gained particular attention uh, in current debates around suitable frameworks to supervise digital platform ecosystems, uh, like big tech. We all know Google or Meta, uh, freshly, freshly renamed Facebook. Uh, whether for protecting individual rights, for economic regulation of data controllers, or a combination of both, specific regulatory models were adopted in different jurisdictions, uh, establishing rules for the protection of personal data and their associated rights. Data protection regulations usually establish the right to access, to delete, or portability of data, and procedures to mitigate risks and protect uh, individuals against threats that could arise from data processing activities. 
A flagship piece of uh, legislation uh, is the European Union General Data Protection Regulation, also called GDPR, if we all know uh, this uh, abbreviation. Uh, if, if, if we deal with uh, competition law, with privacy or European Union law as general, which entered into force in 2018 and is fast becoming a global standard for best practice in the data governance. Uh, data protection uh, as a fundamental right uh, uh, has also gained prominence with the emergence of new surveillance technologies. Well, from legal perspective, the right uh, to privacy is often framed as the right to be uh, to let be alone. From market perspective, uh, privacy has been put on commercial footing, with some economists framing its uh, commodity trade in data markets. Data markets. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, however, uh, data protection and competition law uh, originate from different social concerns and specific uh, legal tenants uh, and methodologies, uh, the emergence of digital markets and the role played by data-driving businesses models of technology firms have brought these two fields closer together. On the other hand, on the one hand, uh, they are concerned that the growing market power of technology, of technology companies, uh, of big tech especially, that control the nature and volume of data collected and across digital ecosystems could translate into systematic impediment to individual rights. On the other hand, uh, data collection and protecting have appended uh, revenue models, models and marketplace functioning, making access to data an important source of market power. Crucially, the existence of zero price platform-based ecosystems such as Meta, uh, or Facebook, if uh, anybody don't know the new name of, the, of this company, Google, and Google is made possible by the means to monetize data. While the term free describes the absence of a monetary price charged to the final consumer, the data harvested by the platform can represent non-monetary costs charged to users in exchange for their free services and products. Uh, for example, social networking or email change. Uh, this creates regulatory issues that have proved stubbornly resistant to monocentric competition policy focused on price. Uh, with regard to prohibited behaviors, uh, as a distinction between self-executing prohib prohibitions and those prohibitions that demand further specification by the European authority, especially uh, the European Commission. Uh, the former includes the prohibition of uh, requiring users to register to other platform services when they want to use service. Uh, the prohibition of preventing users from raising any issue before an authority and the prohibition of using non-transparent advertising services. The latter includes the prohibition of self-prehensing. <clears throat> I'm sorry when platforms favor their own products and services. Uh, the prohibition of using non-public data for the benefit of a vertical integrated platform operator, prohibition of fair negotiations over app store providers with an app developers, and prohibition of denying competing search engines access to data. The prohibition of various types of behavior can be criticized as being very lowered, very broad. Uh, and uh, finally, 
uh, answering to your question, uh, I would highlight key measures uh, I could offer to, for the uh, worldwide competition authorities uh, to tackle with the competition law risks uh, while processing data and and uh, in the context of the information asymmetry aspect. First of all, improving the data protection laws, uh, especially as for the user data collecting and processing. And uh, the second one, uh, prohibition of uh, unfair behavior. Uh, I have listed the examples of unfair behavior, and I think uh, you should you needn't to make any detail to grasp any details in this sphere. Uh, first split of big tech, uh, as many experts usually claim uh, when uh, discussing about uh, this problem, uh, is unlike uh, and uh, is unlikely efficient because out of the business specifics, it may harm uh, their consumers. Uh, the question uh, arises here is that how to divide the big data a big tech company owned so as to secure privacy. For instance, if uh, if a court um, issued a decision to split Meta or <laughs> Google, how to provide security of private data? That's a major concern. So I think these two measures uh, are crucial for tackling their risks. Thank you, sir, for discussing about the information asymmetry as because it is also considered one of the core criticisms of big tech and yes, definitely our data protection laws have to deal with it. If I talk about India, in India, we do not have a data protection bill as of now. A parliament is yet to pass the personal data protection bill, but yes, GDPR is one of our inspirations with respect to that. Uh, so I want to discuss or say ask you what are the potential competition threats in the financial sector as we discuss about this topic? Uh, as for the financial technology sector where I am focused on as you have said about me while introducing my personality to your audience right. uh, um, I would first of all pay attention of your audience to the uh, study uh, the think tank of the EU Parliament, uh, of the European Parliament, uh, uh, has uh, published uh, in July of, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, three years ago, uh, they detected four, five key uh, points, five key points uh, their competition lawyers should uh, should examine. First of all, while uh, defi while tackling their risks for their clients, uh, first of all, let's uh, say uh, difficulties in defining relevant market and market power in this field of uh, uh, economy. Uh, there are in inherent uh, challenges in defining the relevant market or markets uh, involved due to the fast developing nature of fintech services, uh, in particular where these are offered via multi-sided platforms which are prevalent in the fintech ecosystems uh, as you may know as you may know uh, their financial technology companies uh, have a lot of licenses uh, 
cleared or, or clearances uh, issued by their authorities since it may be uh, simultaneously bank and securities broker and payment service provider etc etc and so uh, it's really difficult to define the concrete market and concrete market power uh, as an aftermath the study noted that uh, traditional means of establishing market power uh, such as market shares prices profit margins etc uh, may be inappropriate given that some services are offered at zero price or again through multi-sided online platforms uh, the second point uh, the think tank uh, pay attention to is consequences of network effort. Uh, today, a lot of uh, a lot of speak about uh, the, this uh, phenomenon, like network effect. This uh, very popular term- terminology today, but network effects can uh, exacerbate uh, competition concerns. This is because network effects arise when a product to one consumer increases with consumption or participation by other different sets of consumers and can result in a winner-takes-all outcome. For instance, uh, uh, you may remember about the telephonization process in the world history uh, as an apt uh, example of such effect. Uh, and this effect is widely is widely examined uh, when we when we consider the financial technology today. The study knows that network effects can therefore increase barriers to entry and insulate successful participants in the market from competition, especially in highly concentrated markets or those where users tend to choose one, uh, only one provider, so-called single homing. For instance, uh, uh, payments services sector is especially affected by this effect, uh, in my opinion. The third point uh, is interoperability issues. If interoperability, the ability of computer systems or software to exchange and make use of information, is a key issue within the successful evolution of financial markets. Interoperability uh, can arise uh, uh, in challenges where incumbents use the lack of interoperability as an artificial barrier to any potential competitors. Uh, as for the four points, uh, I would al- also want to uh, to note during my lists of the key, key outcomes of the study data uh, leading to competitive harm. What I mean, uh, control of data is identified as a key feature of financial technology markets, which can lead to competitive harm. Uh, why? Uh, the first of all, I would say the study reinforces the framework of considering data as a competitive advantage. Uh, it is the, highlighting the impossibility of matching the data trough of successful incumbents which can give rise to market power. Uh, also, 
the study envisages the possibility of leveraging privileged data access to acquire a dominant position in which financial technology markets uh, rely on such data sets. Uh, especially uh, this, uh, it would be very reasonable to uh, remind about the uh, personal data of the users in a social network when the, any financial technology app can process, process the, uh, the data provided by the user of, say, of the social network at the same time of the uh, application uploaded via smartphone or, com- or computer. Uh, however, the parliament know that typical competition tools alone may be insufficient to ensure the incumbents are not insulted from competition, nothing the data sets may not be considered as indispensable to compete. And uh, finally, uh, I would uh, also remember about the, uh, the last uh, the European uh, the European Parliament uh, uh, draw our attention to the algorithm algorithms uh, connect to facilitate collusive outcomes uh, well recognizing the positive effects of algorithms of course uh, through increasing transparency uh, and more efficient development of products the study suggests that uh, this can also be facilitating factors for co-coordination and collusion between competitors uh, as reported uh, there has recently been a focus on online retailers aligning their pricing algorithms. And, uh, however, according to the study, algorithms uh, can also demonstrate the fast-changing nature of these markets uh, and the associated difficulties for competition authorities. This raises difficult questions. For example, uh, how would authorities deal with the ag- algorithms which develop and learn that uh, collusive strategy? Is uh, profit maximizing? That's a uh, maximizing, uh, and that's a huge question as for me. So thank you, sir, for discussing that. Uh, would you also like to comment on the solutions that are offered by national competition authorities or say European Commission with respect to access to data and maybe in this financial sector, technology sector, so fintech sector, maybe if there's any case or any solution provided by the authorities? Yes, uh, thank you for your question. And uh, I, I, if I would uh, start from the uh, PSD2, so-called PSD2, as a uh, European Directive uh, on Payment Services, uh, that uh, that's a, a, a very, uh, very important uh, document uh, adopted by the European powers to uh, regulate the harness uh, and pro-competitive potential of financial technology sector. Uh, In its various essence, uh, the legislative uh, effort uh, aims at fostering customers by gaining power through enhanced control over the transaction data. Uh, As financial services are abortion data, the smooth implementation of big data technologies may serve various purposes. From profiling uh, customers and identify patterns of consumption to support compliance and risk control activities. Uh, given the centrally 
centrality, uh, this um, uh, sign of the data. Uh, centrality of data, the business viability of new entrants is likely to be undermined by the lack of access to customer transaction information. Uh, the PSD2 tried to overcome this issue by introducing a sector-specific portability rule. Uh, the access to account or so-called uh, access to a rule uh, which forces banks to share real-time data on customers accounts if the users has provided explicit consent uh, and the account is accessible online this has presented a, a crucial step by the european legislator towards uh, unbidden retail payment markets to authorized newcomers which now enjoy the right to request account information without any previous agreements with banks. Uh, from a border standpoint, uh, this directive uh, is supposed to lay the foundations for open banking, uh, which is understood as a new business environment characterized by smooth data flows and interoperability between service providers and enabling uh, lively uh, competition to the benefit of the customers by reducing switching costs and promoting multi-homing. Multi Indeed, uh, within such an ecosystem, firms and individuals would be able to enjoy services and products offered by different firms. Uh, by means of a single digital uh, interface, uh, users could manage payment accounts together with other products like mortgages, pensions, or investments. And uh, I would special, I would especially pay attention of your audience to the uh, so-called third-party providers or TTPPs uh, with drive payments competition and innovation. Since I think that uh, uh, the payment sector is a arena uh, where we can watch a true uh, boost of the competition and innovation as well. Uh, currently, the main way for customers to access the bank uh, accounts uh, is through the products and channels provided by their banks. Under the directive, the two new regulated entities will emerge. First of all, uh, is a uh, payment initiation service provided providers, uh, PISP, so-called in abbreviation. Uh, this allows third-party companies to initiate payment on behalf of a customer without having to visit their online bank bank's portal. PISPS uh, offer customers flexibility when it comes to payment. Uh, and uh, as for another one uh, new player, so-called account information service providers or AISP. This will allow third-party companies to access a consumer's bank as well as display information relating to their account. Uh, for instance, uh, this could allow the customer to aggregate information from uh, multiple accounts uh, in a single application, giving them an overview of their financial situation. In order to facilitate this new providers, uh, banks will have to provide their APIs, application programming interfaces, to those that are requested. Uh, this is quite a radical change that could provide uh, and have provided a boost for uh, provided a boost for financial uh, innovation. 
since uh, a lot of a lot of new players in the payments market uh, can uh, give great give consumers greater control and convenience as they expected to be able to uh, centralize their account information and payment options on a single device uh, without uh, uh, their dependence on their only bank's portal. So it's a huge step uh, the Euro- European Union has uh, uh, has taken and uh, I think especially uh, especially with, with it, uh, we would uh, uh, we should uh, we should remember about the special importance of the uh, of the policy of of a lot of of a lot of uh, uh, I don't know how, how to call it <laughs> correctly uh, without uh, without economic definition. In other words, uh, to uh, more the more players in the market. Uh, can facilitate the process, uh, uh, facilitate the process for uh, for the customer, but uh, same time it boosts the competition between these uh, these providers, because uh, uh, Thank you. our uh, the concrete providers can uh, compete in the market uh, independently. I would say. Yes, sir. I completely agree with you. For a fair level playing field that we wish to create in the market, maybe any kind of market, maybe a financial regulatory, financial technology market. So the objective of the competition law that is to create a level playing field should be uh, should be achieved. So uh, moving forward with this. Uh, uh, what are your comments on the provisions of uh, EU competition law uh, regulation of fintechs on regulation of fintechs? Uh, I think that um, if we, we speak about the future uh, future perspectives uh, of this regulation, I think that uh, uh, European authorities uh, will tackle the risks I have listed uh, today uh, within our conversation uh, but I think uh, this uh, this risk is uh, remain one uh, and uh, I think that uh, Mika as a new document uh, that can be that can be adopted uh, in the in this year uh, may cast more light on the further steps the European Union uh, may take uh, on the on the risks I have I have mentioned. Yeah. Uh, now, now I think that uh, it's too early to speak uh, a con- uh, and to give a co- uh, concrete comments on the uh, future regulation. Okay, sir. So, uh, what do you like? Uh, let us discuss about open banking, which has been a, a recent trend. Open banking is becoming a major source of innovation that is poised to re- reshape the banking industry. 
ओपन बैंकिंग हैज बिकम और से हैज द पोटेंशियल टू रीशेप द कॉम्पिटेटिव लैंडस्केप एंड कंज्यूमर एक्सपीरियंस ऑफ द बैंकिंग इंडस्ट्री व्हाट डू यू थिंक अबाउट इट as i have said uh, the payment sector of the european union is a, a apt illustration how open banking must be and uh, is as it is <laughs> uh, presently uh, but i think that open banking has a special uh, a special way uh, for for development of uh, the uh, competition since uh, it helps to maintain their independence of the players uh answering the former of your uh, former question uh, 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 previous of the question uh and uh i think that open banking is uh, uh is a very 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 interesting uh, field uh, from 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 their research standpoint uh, because uh, now a lot of banking systems uh, face with this face with this phenomenon and uh, there are too too few too little uh, too little researchers and uh, examinations on their long term effects of, of the operating of such uh, models so okay, well, thank you so for your comments uh, yes sir so uh, if wow, you have in conclusion how do you think that these new models of open banking will impact competition in the financial market um I, as i have said uh, the competition of the, in the financial technology market uh, will be boosting since open banking uh, is spreading around the world and around the europe uh, uh, and i think that uh, and i think that uh, competition uh, is the uh, only thing that uh, uh, can can protect the consumers and can uh, the incline gdp growth for for instance uh, lithuania as a european member uh, the european member uh, has facilitated their reg- frameworks uh, and as a result of such policy gdp of the country uh, has speed up uh, speeded up drastically and i think that uh, i think that um, financial technology uh, in the context of uh, development of open banking doctrine uh, is a true step of any uh, of any authority regulatory authority in the country so thank you for the conversation thank you so much sir and thank you for accepting our invite and uh, discussing the competition law issues and especially Uh, telling us about the EU competition law perspective in financial sector as well as about data privacy data protection and competition law and also a few comments on big tech and information asymmetry thank you so much 
and uh, maybe looking forward to future podcast if we may invite you very soon on a very good topic maybe so thank you so much thank you so much aditya thank you bye bye